This episode contains confronting topics and issues. If you need help, please contact Beyond Blue. For more information and resources, please visit our website, hshl.org.au. Welcome to Finding Sanctuary, our shared conversations into how we think and feel and how we find peace and comfort in daily life. We get together with experts to chat about all things mental health, getting insights and understanding on the struggles of life. My name is Debbie Draby and I'm a psychologist and a proud Maronite woman and a mother of three children. And I'm passionate about bringing people together to share their stories, to support each other through life and all its beauty and all its pain. I look forward to hearing from you in this podcast series as we engage in conversations around our shared experiences as a community. We love to hear what you think of the podcast, so please subscribe, share, like, and comment wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us in this episode of this four-part series where Paul and Father Danny continue to share their experience with grief and loss. If you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to parts one and two before you listen to this one, as it will give you a really good context of this conversation. In the last episode, we introduced Paul, a parishioner from St. Joseph's Parish, who experienced the tragic loss of his beautiful wife, Margot. Paul shared the depth of his pain, particularly during those early days of having to navigate this incredible loss in his family. He generously and openly shared the beautiful examples of how he finds ways to stay connected with Margot through her incredible legacy in how she reached out to others and built strong connections in her faith community, but also in the wider community, including with other patients she met throughout her treatment. Together, Paul and Father Danny demonstrate the power of coming together and human connection, how they keep Margot alive in their family and parish community, and how this helps in their healing journey. In this conversation, we witness two incredible men coming together and modeling the strength and power of being open and vulnerable. Together, they give this strong message and permission to be human, to experience the pain and suffering in an open way with each other. I'm really honoured and privileged to continue to share this conversation with you in this episode, where Paul and Father Danny continue to share their experiences in coming together. They both demonstrate the strength of showing our emotions and being open in our grief and reaching out and asking for help. They emphasise the power of giving each other permission to be authentic in our pain, seeking help and connecting with others. Paul talks about his healing journey and how he continues to navigate this and how he finds bursts of light in the darkest moments, sharing the burden and weight and finding ways to unpack some of the heaviness of loss and how sharing with others can really lighten the load and enable hope and meaning for the future. So let's jump in and share this story together. Like I think you are modelling true strength to be open with all the emotions that we have because, you know, we're human regardless of our gender. But it is it is something, unfortunately, it's not just Lebanese. It's in, in yeah, no, it's general society, men, men yeah, are yeah, socialised yeah. to be big boys don't cry or, mm. you know, there's yeah, no. these messages that you get constantly. So um, thank you for saying that and for modelling that in such a powerful way. And, and it is a sign of strength. A man that expresses his emotion is is a strong person, is a yeah. strong man. Yeah, I think. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm witnessing mm. here. You know, I've got a son and I hope that, you know, he, he gets that message because it's tricky. We unconsciously, yes. even as a trained professional, unconsciously will sometimes give them different messages to the girls um, without even realising because it's such an entrenched way of being. Um, but being able to, to model that and to, to walk a different path and sometimes even using humour to normalise it. Mm. Yes, you are a sook, but that's normal. <laughs> <We're all sooks. laughs> yeah, look, I, I, like I said, yeah. I, I, I love that nickname. Like mm. it's just, yeah, it's very much Margo and, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, my, my kids make fun of me all the time, and, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, especially Bella, my daughter, and she yeah. just rolls her eyes and goes, oh, here we go. Like that's it. as soon as I start to tear up, yeah. she goes, oh, here we go. Suki, yeah. Suki pulls back, and yeah. um, which is, yeah, look, I want my kids to see the emotion. I want them to yeah. see the grief, you know. I don't want to hide it from them because, yeah. you know, their mum was, you know, massive in my life, in their life, obviously, and yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a big loss for us and, yeah. you know, I'm human. You know, yeah. and I suffer. Yeah, it's yeah. They need to see that, and yeah. I think I think I'm not ashamed of crying in church. You yeah, know? it's that's just there, there are things that you know Father Danny says in his homily, or you know a song comes up yeah. that just triggers me because yeah. it reminds me of you know Margot yeah. or something that she said in church or some yeah. song that she liked or just yeah. We all, as you said earlier, we go to church to find her, and yeah. sometimes. Yeah. As silly as it sounds, she's she's there. Yeah. It's not silly at all. It's yeah. the truth. Yeah, no, no, it is. Absolutely. I believe it. Father. Yeah. Like, it's the truth. You know, I believe it. And we're very we're very deep deep seated in our faith and yeah. um that's Tamaka. She she drove that mm. for us. I think. Yeah. And I think it's a credit to you both that you have this level of openness and vulnerability where you can invite her in. And and know that she's going to be there and she's going to be present. Absolutely. It takes it takes an openness and courage yeah. to allow that. And you know, I'm witnessing it here. You know, as as I mentioned earlier, just even hearing you talk about how you navigate help and ask for help, it's not something that is easy to do. No, especially in our culture. No, no, it's not. And yeah. and you know, like I say, it's um, you know, whether it's through trained professionals or yeah. whether it's just, just the catching up with mm. Father Danny for a coffee, you know, in his office. All of that helps, mm. you know, just to know that there are people there that, that want to help you and help you, you know. Sometimes it's just a conversation, like just mm. somebody to talk to. Mm. Um, you know, that's they're not going to bring a loved one back, yeah. but it's just being able to talk and have a cry and yeah. and then you walk out of there and there's a little bit of healing that took place at mm. that point. And, and that's what it is. It's just about healing. Mm. Um, that's a, that's a perpetual journey for me now. So yeah, yeah, it's ongoing, isn't it? Absolutely. It's not. It's not, it's not there's no magic no, no. wand or or formula, as you mentioned in our last podcast, Father Danny. It's it's something that's part of your journey. It's Absolutely. Ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, there there, there are bursts of light mm. these days that that, that appear, mm. you know, through the darkness, and and yeah. and that's part of the journey, you know. Yeah. Um, Yes, and they're her bursts of light that she sends, yeah. and I believe in that. Uh, yeah, it's 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 ongoing. Mm-hmm. There isn't a day you wake up and you go, okay, that's it. I don't have to cry today because you know mm-hmm. the world's a good place. It's there's still days today where yeah. every day there'll be a thought that pops into your head. You either get you know the chills over your body, or um, yeah. you know, or there's there's tears that flow, but. Yeah. You just got to continue with life. You can't give up. Mm. That were her big. That were she was big on never giving up. 
Yeah, and I think that, you know, I, I know I've had conversations with you in the past where her words, her final words to you are so powerful and they give you that strength. Absolutely. To Absolutely. keep going. Yeah. And to be the fighter that you are and yeah. to continue this struggle. Yeah. Look, it's a, it's a struggle, but, yeah, by, by sharing my journey through your medium on this podcast to be able to help mm. somebody mm. who's going through, you know, a similar journey, that's, I feel like it's almost Margot's pushed me into this, yeah. um, you know, to be able to help people, um, like she helped with her fundraising, mm. is to be able to help other men if, you know, um, that, that have lost, whether it's a wife or you know, a parent or a child, heaven forbid, whatever the case may be, but just, just that over, overarching grief that I could possibly help by talking through it, absolutely, I'd love the opportunity. Yeah. I think you already have, Paul, in so many different ways, in yes. the way that you reach and connect with people and and coming on here today, you know, it's just such a powerful message to normalise the experience that you have, as tragic as, as it is. But you just make it real and share it in in such a profound way. Yeah, like I said, if I can if I can touch somebody mm. and help them on their journey uh, and let them know, it does get lighter. It never gets easier. Yeah. I just think it gets lighter. Mm. The mm. the path gets lighter. Um, you know, people would say to me, "Oh, you know, time heals," and you know. I, I used to use a few expletives, but I would <laughs> use them, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't, time will never heal. Um, mm. You know, it just it just makes it lighter. Mm. That's all. That's yeah. all it does. Yeah. So part of that is being able to feel like you're carrying less. Yeah, exactly. Like if you think about. 100%. Huge backpack that you've had. Slowly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. slowly unpacking. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no. The, pack, the backpack I'll carry for the rest of my yeah. life. It's just. It's. I'm not so much the hunchback of Nostradamus these yeah. days as much as I was at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's a that's a great analogy. You know, yeah. it, it's definitely a, a lighter mm. backpack. But yeah, but sometimes that, you might refill it for a little bit, but then of course, but, and you know, look, I've, I've had loss. You know, yeah. we've had loss of uncles and you know mm. family members that have passed. Yeah. you know, post Margot's passing and. And I hate using the word, but you know, you almost become immune mm. to those to yeah. those losses. You know, mm. I lost my uncle. I think you did the mass mm. for him um, mm. about a year and a bit ago, and and yeah, he lived a wonderful life, yeah. and and um, you almost become immune to it. But mm. but you're there for your cousins because you know what they're going through with the loss, and you're yeah. constantly yeah. constantly in contact with them. Even I mean, we're family; we're yeah. always in contact, but especially over those those first you know few weeks. Yeah, it's almost like you connect with people in a different way now because you've you've experienced absolutely, and you have a sense of what they might be needing. Yeah, yeah. And how you can best support them. Hundred percent, absolutely. Mm. I'm wondering for our listeners if there's any any key key messages you'd like to leave them with from this conversation that you think would be really useful for them to hear if they are struggling and 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 really struggling to reach out and connect with someone and ask for help. I would say, um, first of all, don't be afraid to show your emotion and express your emotion. Don't be afraid to speak to someone. Um, don't hold it in. And don't be afraid to get some professional help if you need professional mm. help. It doesn't have to be professional help. It could be you know, a priest or someone at the church. Mm. Um, but if you need professional help, then don't be afraid because mm. I think that's sometimes a big stigma. 
yeah. in our community that it's saib or abishom and, you know, mm. the people feel shamed, shameful to, to be seen, you know, walking into a counselling yeah. or a psychologist, uh, you know, practice. But it's not shameful at all. It's it's courageous. It's actually quite yeah. courageous and it's, it's much needed. Um, so don't be afraid. Thank you, Father. Thanks for that strong message around reaching out. And if there is fear to think about, um, it's normal to feel feel it, Absolutely. but to also take that next step and do something and about it. Be courageous. Yeah, do yeah. something about it. And Paul, what what about yourself? I know you've you've you know had this incredible sharing already, and I wondered if you had some key messages that you'd like to leave for the listeners. Um, just to echo what Father Danny said, um, the points that he raised around the, uh, seeking help, asking for help, showing your emotion, the vulnerability being authentic, are all important. One thing that helped and has helped and continues to help me is I, I meditate every day mm. and, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes in the morning, it just calms my mind and that sort of sets me up for the day. So, mm. you yeah, know, always looking for some anchor points and structure in your day. For me, that has helped me immensely. Not to steal from, you know, are you okay day, but it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Um, mm. you know, we all struggle. We are, the life isn't a bed of roses every day of the week, you know, mm. and life can be harsh and, and it will knock you down. you just got to keep getting back up and <clears throat> sometimes you need somebody there to help you get back yeah. up. And, yeah, if it means that you need to seek professional help or mm. speak to a friend or come to a church gathering where there's mm. men around and, there's vulnerability in that room and they're safe. You, you feel safe. And, and I think that's probably where men probably struggle. I know I would have in my younger days is, you know, I don't I don't want to feel like I'm the weak man in that room, yeah. you know. Um, but if, if, if it's a room full of guys and you feel safe in that room to share, mm. I think if we can create more of that within yeah. our community, I think you'll find that that will unlock yeah. a lot of the bravado of us men yeah. Um, you know, or being alpha males to actually share their vulnerability because I think under the surface, every man struggles. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What they what they project in public and at church, and I'm the man, but yeah, it's not ex- not what it, it's not. It, you know, I, I guarantee you, under the surface, there's yeah. there's there's you know whether it's sadness or fear or, or you know uncertainty or insecurity, insecurity a lot yeah. of insecurity. Yeah, and and. I can identify those those traits mm. these days, having gone through it. You know yeah. what, what they look like, but it's just unlocking that and getting mm. getting men to to talk more. That's mm. that's the key. You know what really really resonates, having grown up in the community, but also worked as a clinician with our community. The challenges of being able to unlock that, where we do work really hard at presenting a certain image, whether it's men, even women, you know, in in different ways. And the challenge is how do we unlock that and make it safe to be real and to show up exactly as who we are and to get rid of some of those layers. With no judgment. Absolutely. Because we carry a lot of that, don't we? Mm. Yeah. We sure do. And just one last question. You did mention earlier about sometimes you got to a point where people stopped supporting or approaching you. And I'm wondering about that, say for someone who might be hesitating to contact someone who they know has lost a loved one because they're not sure how to do it appropriately. What, what advice would you give to them around being courageous to reach out and, and to support others? Um, if you're thinking about that person, yeah. call them. Yeah. Call, if they don't answer, yeah. leave a voicemail or, or, or 
if you don't want to leave a voicemail, yeah. send a text. Send yeah. a text. That's all. And it's yeah. and as simple as was thinking of you, yeah. just thought I'd say hi, hope you're well, give me a call when you get a moment. Yeah. And and that's it, you know. And you, you probably won't hear from that person. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. It's not because they don't want to talk to you yeah. or don't like you. It's just they're dealing with it in mm. their own way. But if you haven't heard from them in a few weeks' time, try again. Reach out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you see them randomly, because I know we talked about <laughs> sometimes people avoiding you in the street. Yeah, because, yeah, I've had a couple and, of those. And you remember that. Yeah, yeah of course. And, and and look, I don't, as I said to you on the phone the other week when yeah. we spoke, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not angry with those people. You know, yeah. I get it now that they just don't know what to say to you. Yeah. Um, they don't know how to deal with your grief and they don't know how to, and, yeah. and, you know, they don't, have, they don't have the words. And I understand that, but they see you and then they cross the road yeah. and, you know, they go the other way. And that's yeah. okay. I mean, I, I, you know, we all deal with loss and grief and, yeah. and uncomfortableness um, mm. differently. And yeah. yeah, no, look, it's, it's, it has happened to me a couple yeah. of times and, and that's okay. But yeah. I think for somebody, um, in, in my experience, is to reach out to them. If yeah. you're thinking of them, then absolutely pick up yeah. the phone and, and reach out to them because yeah. um, you never know what that little gesture, what impact that has on that individual. Yeah. Um, and it can be profound in some cases. Yeah. Even though they might not be ready to talk, but just knowing that you reached out. <clears throat> I've still got the text them. messages from Father Danny over the time during lockdown where he just reached out via text yeah. saying, hope you're yeah. okay. Yeah, and mm. meant the world to me. And, and yeah what he said in the previous podcast that I was blessed to listen to around when you when you see a priest, um, it's like you're seeing God. I think I'm paraphrasing, but and that's what it feels like, you know, mm. when, I, when I see Father Danny or any of the, the clergy. Yeah. So yeah, so it meant the world to me when, yeah. when he'd reach out because parish priest of St. Joseph is no easy job, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so for him to take a few minutes of his busy day to send me a you know, text message. Yeah, it just meant the world to me mm-hmm. that there are people in this world that love love me and care for me and are looking out for me. And that's the message I want to get across to people who mm-hmm. sometimes think they're by themselves and they're suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, you've got him quoting you from <laughs> Father Danny, so you're doing well. <laughs> I, might, I might add just one thing. Pray for them as well. Yeah. 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 Always remember them in your prayers because mm. that's something that's something very easy that we can do mm. that will support them and that will comfort mm. them and that will allow God to sort of uh, be with them. Mm. And uh, that helps you to think about them also, I yeah. think, when you're carrying them in your prayers and you're carrying mm. their grief and their experience in your prayers as well. So it's, mm. I think it's very important that we pray for each other. Yeah. And in that way, we are, we are also helping each other and mm. uh, journeying with each other as well. Yeah, thank you. And and even letting them know that you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's so profound mm-hmm. to know that someone's not just thinking about you, but they're thinking about you in their prayers. Mm. Well, thank you both. I really appreciate your thank honesty you, and your openness. And Thanks, um, I think it's been a really powerful conversation and I really appreciate the Margot's presence here as well yeah. with us. And then she's yeah. really... She was always a bit of a sticky beak, that girl. Oh, so <laughs> so she'd definitely be listening in. Yeah. I think so. There's some commentary going on up there, I'm sure. She is. Thank you for listening to this incredible series on navigating grief and loss and the power of our vulnerability and openness. 
please look out for our next and final episode in this series where Paul joins me and Natalie Majali and continues to share and give some practical strategies and his key learning and his desire to help others who have experienced loss. I hope this episode has helped you find sanctuary in this exciting journey of life. All of the resources we've mentioned in this episode are found in the podcast notes. If you need some assistance with any of the topics discussed in today's episode, then please visit our website, hshl.org.au. You and your mental health matters to us, and we hope you get one step closer in finding sanctuary. Bye for now. Thank you.